Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Um, so this morning, we've got a three-part story. I do, being a Church of England minister, I love a three-part story. Um, and if you want to follow it in your Bibles, it's on page 966, Matthew 2, 1 to 12. But I've got three parts, and they are hidden. We are finding the star this morning. So what you're looking for is a star underneath the chairs there are three stars, and I need you to just check under your chairs. Uh, if you find a star, you need to work out whether you've got part one, part two, or part three. So I've just said that. Uh, anyone think they might have part one? You're just, you don't have to do anything, you just have to bring it up to me. Anyone think they might have part one? Do we have part one of the stars? Is there part, This might be where the whole service collapses where no one can find part one. Do we have part one of the story? Anyone got part one? Have we got, we've got some stars. I can see two stars. Is there another one over there somewhere? Somewhere on the left of church? Do we have a star on the floor? That might be part one. That might be why we've come a cropper at such an early stage. I'll keep talking. A star with a, it, it should be a sort of yellow or red star under seats somewhere in church. Looking a bit like that on a sheet of A4. Did someone clear it up before the service? <laughs> have we got it? Is it anywhere over there? Uh, they have not got it, but it was under one of those chairs. Uh, so... I'm going to find a Bible and we will retell that bit of the story. Hang on. <laughs> so we don't know what we do if we can't find the star. That's not really the point of the service. So Jesus has been born in Bethlehem in Judea and some time has passed. So Jesus is no longer a tiny baby. And Magi from the east come to Jerusalem, the capital city, and ask, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together the, all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, where is uh, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. So it's some time after Jesus' birth. He is a child rather than a baby, and magi from the east come to find him. Now, we don't talk about magi very often, apart from in this context. So what are magi? They are wise people. If you're thinking, well, it's the three kings, well, we don't know whether there were three of them. There are three gifts. We don't know whether they were kings. But apart from that, three kings is a very good indication. Uh, three, three or more wise people They've probably come from hundreds of miles away, probably somewhere around Babylon. And they go to Jerusalem, which was the most important city for Jews, because they are wanting to find the king of the Jews. 
they've seen a star and they interpret, they're people who would look to the sky and interpret what's going on. And then we meet King Herod. And we know both from in the Bible but from history outside the Bible that King Herod is a very nasty piece of work indeed. He is very upset to hear that there is a new king because he is the only king there's allowed to be. So he calls the priests and the teachers of the law together and asks where God's promised rescuer from the Old Testament, the Messiah, is going to be born. And for the first time but not the last in the New Testament, they get the answer right. Uh, They say he's going to be born in Bethlehem because that's what the prophet Micah wrote hundreds of years earlier. Now, I'm pleased to say I've seen the other two uh, bits of paper. So who's got the next bit of the story? Oh, there's the, we've got the first one now. That's good. Uh, that's part one. Who's got part, the thing they think is the next bit of the story? Hold it up if you think you've got part two. Following on. I've seen both of them. So what's going on? They're letting, oh, there we go. I've got a green one. Um, is that Mike? Uh, uh, it's Richard at the back. Bring that up for me, Richard. You don't have to do anything. Just bring it up and hand me the bit of paper. This was supposed to be straightforward, this one. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, Herod called the Magi secretly and found out the exact time when the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I may too go and worship him. <sighs> Is he going to do that? Herod finds out exactly when the star appeared, so how old would that child be now, he's wondering. And if you want to know how that pans out, you can read on in this chapter. It has a very unpleasant ending. Then he sends the Magi to Bethlehem to find the child, and he tells them to come back and report to him because he wants to get rid of this new king as soon as he possibly can. That's part two. Who's got part three? I saw part three over here. There's part three. Matthew is speeding up to me with it. Here he comes. Thank you so much. Very good. Blue star for part three. The Magi went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So the Magi follow the star and they find the king. They give him their gifts, which are clues as to who Jesus is. We've just sung about them. Gold is a sign that Jesus is a king. Frankincense was a very expensive uh, resin that would be burned in the worship of God. It's a sign that you've got a God here. And myrrh was another very expensive oil that was used to prepare dead bodies for burial. It's a sign that Jesus' death is going to be key. So I want you to keep all of that story in your head. We are going to keep finding that star as the service goes on. But first, we're going to sing again. Uh, So if you're able, please, would you stand? There we are. So 
We're like a well-oiled machine here, aren't we? It's fantastic. So, we are a society where people are searching, aren't we? Where people, whether you know it or not, are longing for something bigger in life, thinking about, you know, is there more to life than this? That's the big question at the heart of a course like Alpha. When we, and our hearts and our souls are calling out towards God, whether we know it or not. So it's there when you see an amazing sunset or when you hold a newborn baby, your heart wants to worship God. And that's true whether you acknowledge that and whether you say, actually, yes, I want to worship God, or whether you say, actually, I feel something bigger than myself, but I don't really know how to put words on that or what to say. And so the encouragement this new year, it's still the new year, I'm not going to ask you whether you've already broken your New Year's resolution on January the 8th. I think the average is January the 23rd, just in case you're wondering. So, if you, so hold on to those New Year resolutions, but search this year. And if you have questions and if you have things that you want to explore in your relationship with God, keep searching, keep looking, keep praying. And when you find those in other people, keep doing that as well. And remember and pray into that idea that actually for those people that you know who don't yet know Jesus, they are searching as well. They experience those same things when they see the sunset, when they hold that newborn baby, when something amazing happens to them. Their heart says they want to worship God, but they just don't have the words to put on that yet. And so pray for them that perhaps you might be able to give them some words. Perhaps you might just be a good example of what it means to follow Jesus. Uh, Perhaps that you might just help them search. If we're you know, we're, we're not the blind leading the blind here. We're people, if we're Christian people, we're people who have found many of the answers to life. And we can lead our friends, our family, into that life together. Uh, just by helping them, just by having simple answers, you may be really surprised as to how thought through you are about the big questions of life compared to many of the people you know. That's all I have, so I'm going to hand back 